Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley and today I'm speaking to, to Leanne from Little Stars Baby Bank, which is um, a great little charity. Was that right? Yes. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. Thank if you I for having me, Alex. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. We, we, we spoke about this in November and we were just having this really nice conversation about how, oh yeah, we have these amazing plans in November or beginning of November. You think, oh, we can do all these things. And then the world just it goes you know um i nearly swore then but yeah it kind of gets busy doesn't it it's, it's called december <laughs> it's it's just a terrible thing but a good thing as well because i mean it was nice to see um shrewsbury alive and kicking and doing some cool things and you know um today I've, i keep pointing at my calendar because i just put everything on my calendar today and it just looks ridiculous because um february i think shrewsbury is gonna do some amazing things as well because we've got um We've got the Darwin Festival uh, from the uh, from the sixth of Sun, uh, Sunday, the sixth of February, going forward, and I'm going to be at every, as, as many events as I can be, and it's just going to be nice to see that. Um, so, Leanne, where, where are you, Shrewsbury, Shropshire local? Are you? Yeah, so I'm born and bred in Shrewsbury. Nice. Yeah, never moved anywhere else. So, uh, yeah, know the area rather well. Oh, cool. And um, what what is it you you do for a living? I always I always call my job my big boy job, but you know, what I mean, my, your your day job. What's that? Um, yeah. So currently, uh, up until in two weeks' time, um, I've been um, with a telecommunications company for the last fifteen years. Oh. Um, and in two weeks, I will be finishing there and fully concentrating on little stars. Wow, that's a big leap of faith, isn't it? Yeah, huge. 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 Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so really excited, hence why we've got a lot of things in the pipeline for what Little Stars can now do and looking to grow the charity so that it's a sustainable charity that can be there oh, for wow. Shropshire um, and the community for many years to come. That That's the, the vision anyway. <laughs> I've got so much respect for for folks like you that just do that they just go right this is my singular folk i wish i could do that with the biscuit and with what i'm doing and you know i'm, I'm taking some stuff i've got three weeks off work and i've dedicated a, a week to the darwin festival next week i'm making a voice reel because i want to sort of send start sending my voice out for auditions i can't leave my job and do this without being paid and stuff but that is an amazing thing to do yeah huge singular focus yeah because it needs it um so what the last what we've been operating now since August 2020 is when I launched the charity um referrals um started coming in from organizations from the November um what the last kind of 12 months has shown me is just how much it's needed in the county and how much people need this type of service which is providing essential baby items to to um families across the county through various organizations it's it's very striking. I mean, we've worked a lot with charities over the years, especially during COVID. One of the, one of my our focuses during COVID was let's see how the world turns whilst everybody's indoors. That's how that started. I wanted to work out how charities made their income, how they were adapting to things, and I learned an, an awful lot, especially when it comes to things domestically during lockdown. Um, because I mean, I know you started this in twenty twenty. Yeah, so I started it literally right in the middle of the pandemic um yeah so that that was a bit of a mental time but I suppose for me unlike the other charities I was just starting up so for me covid was normal yeah, yeah. in in terms of what so you didn't I have data before data during data after yeah say after yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> still slightly in it <laughs> is there anything is there, have you have you looked at any data from other people or any sources that that can sort of 
tell you about the patterns and the and the, the, the way things were before COVID and afterwards and or if people spoke to you about how difficult things have been yeah so we because we're referral based we work yeah. alongside the organizations so um in terms of what the the comments we get back is a lot of the time it's what did we do before you because the type of service that I've set up wasn't really there before mm-hmm. um so it, it's very new so in terms of data I can get it from other baby banks across yeah, the yeah, UK yeah, yeah. but again they're different regions yeah. uh different locations so the data doesn't always marry up um yeah it's, yeah. Just, it's just more of an interest really because I mean obviously with, with, with things domestically things got different really difficult for a lot especially if you got you know a house full of kids and they couldn't go out at the time but I mean we're moving out of that now and people can Move around and do the normal, normal things, and which is which is kind of good. Uh, I, I feel like it's something we just can't take for granted anymore. Like you know, mm. going to festivals, going on holiday, or going yeah. to the supermarket. I don't know. It's one of those things that I, I still think people wary about. They're kind of like, is this is this is this real? Is this happening? You know, which Can is I great. Book? <laughs> Can I book? Well, we, we're going to uh, we're going to to Greece uh, soon, and even I'm like. I, 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 is this gonna happen? I'm not. I'm gonna believe it's real till I'm on the beach. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't blame me. <laughs> we need to talk about where, where this began, though. Obviously, um, everything has a beginning. Mm. Um, and from what I read, you, the beginning is quite humble. It's quite nice. Um. Yeah. So I was just at the end of my maternity with my second son. Um. Decided I definitely didn't want to have any more children. Um. That was. You know, I've I've got a boy and a girl, really happy and content with that. So um, I had all these quality baby items and I wanted them to go to where they were needed most within within our local area. Um, And my husband actually said, well, there's food banks. So surely there's a thing called like baby banks. Um, And he was right. There was there's there's lots all over the uh, country, but there was nothing in Shropshire or even North Wales for that matter. We're literally like a black hole of, of um no services so oh, wow. me being me couldn't really <laughs> let the idea go um i'll build my own then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah basically um so yeah i said oh do you think i could do it and he went yeah okay and it snowballed from there um and literally i have not look back does something like this just start with a couple of emails like can we do this and then and it's sort of like you can say snowballs it's kind of like okay now i need to make this thing happen how do you start connecting the dots I mean, um yeah it was it was kind of an odd thing really because like you say it's about making those connections talking with people and kind of getting the word out there because also at the time this was a fresh idea mm. and then it's a case of well if we use you are you going to disappear and it's that trust as well that takes a long time to yes, build up because, you know, organisations aren't one are going to go use me and then I disappear off the radar um, mm. because then they've relied on a service that is no longer there. So, yeah, it, it was. It was just a case of I wrote an email and Googled a lot of different departments, different organisations, um, primarily research going, would this be something that, that you would like you know is this something that's needed is it there because again I had no data to go on because it hasn't been done before um and they came back going this would be amazing but I need a charity status so then I had to kind of do all the processes documents um, it's a nightmare by the way it's terrible I mean I, I got as far as CIC to do, to do charity <laughs> but yeah I know I feel your pain yeah it was huge and I was reading all these words and I was just like well, 
okay, I need to really understand this. So yeah, it's kind of going from a, a corporate side to the charity side of not knowing anything, not being in that kind of environment before. Um, it was a, definitely a crash course. <laughs> Does it take anything away from, because obviously this is, this, is, this is the thing that's been... Wow, this is a thing that started because of you got you know really nice intentions of helping people out. But when you like when you get bogged down with all the business side of things, and it's it, I know how stressful it can be. Does it affect? Does one affect the other? Can you find it? Can you find it hard to sort of operate as, as the the well being, the kind person you want to be? Is it kind of like oh my god, why did I even begin this? You know. Um, in terms of that, I suppose because I'm used to having the processes and documents because of the current job that I'm in yeah. anyway so in terms of that that wasn't the part it was keeping on top of two jobs and a family yes that was the juggling and especially when it came to people being really generous because the other thing as well is it's all well and good that I wanted to give my baby items away yeah but you gotta so. you gotta find of a Absolutely. And I needed to make sure the community also wanted to do that because if the community didn't, because I rely a lot on pre-love yeah. donations, then that was going to be be a struggle. So what I found is that actually people were hugely generous and it was staying on top of being able to work around my job and the children and my husband's job to be able to kind of go, okay, I've got, I got time here. I can come and sort a donation. Do you want to meet me? And that, that was probably the hardest. And that's what I'm looking forward to in March where I can just go, yeah, I've got these four days and I can absolutely come in and meet you and, and stuff like that. And I'm not having to worry about where, you know, my child not being in nursery or school or, yeah, yeah. or my husband being at work. So that is definitely going to be a... I always thought, oh, do you know what? I'll never need a diary ever again because <laughs> e-calendars are just amazing. You just put everything on your phone. If, it, if anything, it's more complicated because I've got Time Tree, an app called Time Tree. And um, so I have I have to, the, the two podcasts. I have You Suck and I have have the biscuit and i'll have a calendar for for you so can a calendar for the, for the biscuit but then they sort of overlap on each other so you see the red and the green dots um that's how i that's my color choice um, <laughs> so, um but like timekeeping and making sure that you can be at a place be here be there make sure you have this interview that interview it's um it's kind of difficult and it's the same for you so now you've got this this sort of linear path where you can just be like right it's like breathing space it's like oh okay i have freedom it's it's yeah absolutely and it is hard and like you say yeah you can put it in your calendars as much as you want but sometimes having it written down is a lot i've got easier i've got a diary i've got time tree got e-calendars and i've got a a calendar on my on my fridge as well i've got everything it's got to all line up you know because there's so much going on um what was the the the, because obviously so 2020 was a, an interesting year as far as people are concerned, right? Because we had we saw the ugly side of people, we saw the good side of people, we saw the cautionary side of people. It was a very interesting time to watch society sort of bubble and boil and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. What kind of staging during the the pandemic were you at when you launched this? Were you, did you get a lot of support? Were people just you know flocking towards you to give you stuff and yeah because it was literally right at the end of everyone sorting their houses out because they've just been so when you think what it was august 2020 that i reached out to the communities um so that was right in the middle of the summer where we were allowed to do certain things and of course everyone has just cleared out all of their you know sorted out their attics sorted out their garages um so i was right at that point um, when people came and the only thing that I had to do from from my side of things was to make sure that they had their 72 hours yeah. um you know time that they had to yeah 
to have um, for the donations. So that was kind of the only thing really that I had to worry about. And then space. Space is a big, yeah. Storage. Yeah, that that was hard to sort that out. Um, so... How did you, how did you work that out then? Do you have you been donated some space by a company, or do you have to pay for it? Or so up it? until um, we got some funding from the national lottery, um, because again, never done bid writing, so that was again a mm. learning curve, and that was tough. I'm still not very good at that. It's it's only because the, the sho- shoes we bid know who I am, so they were giving. Well, when it comes to um, like lottery funds and things like that, the, the forms are just uh, they're quite complicated. It's they're intense. Daunting, yeah. They're intense, and you have to make sure that you've also got word limits and you've got work out and then you're trying to get all your message in one and then you need to make sure that you're... Me- yeah, so that was probably quite tough mm. to do. Um, but up until that point, me and my husband were actually funding it because that's how much I believed in it. So we got the office space, which I needed um, to have the registered charity because we're, we're, we're a CIO. Um, and then we got um, a slight deal on some storage space as well, uh, at a reduced rate. Um, and me and my husband were able to manage that. And we were, you know, because I believed in it that much and knew that in my heart how much it was needed for the county. And now I'm reaping kind of the rewards for that because we're at a point where I've got funding. Um, and actually, um, a company in Oswestry, uh, ACO, are... Ah, oh, ACO, yeah. Yeah, I'm their charity of the year this year, which is absolutely amazing. Um, and we're looking to expand um, from 0 to 5 to 0 to teens, including school uniforms. And I've got that partnership with them. And I'm moving into their offices tomorrow because they're giving me a mezzanine floor within their within their offices. Lovely. That's really nice to hear. I, I, I was amazing. chatting to ACO a while ago. We never... I mean, there's probably people listening to the show going, yes, yes, we totally understand. I make all these grand plans, these grand designs. I'll be like, yeah, and I message Aiko and I was like, yeah, let's do some stuff, man. Let's meet up and talk. And it never happened, but they're a good company. I know they get involved with a lot of charities and events and stuff. So, yeah, it's hi, Aiko. Yeah, I know. Huge what they do um, for, for the community. And, and they have like a lot of schools going in and stuff like that mm. to teach about fire safety as well, which is, which is just awesome. Mm. So yeah, so moving day tomorrow, very excited. I bet there's been a lot of uh, a lot of logistics that needs to be sorted and stuff to make sure you got everything you need. Yeah. Um, but speaking of logistics, though, I mean, you, you you can store these items that people have donated. Mm-hmm. How do you distribute them? Yeah, so that is where the organisations come in. So we're a referral basis, and that's just to ensure that the items are going to to those that need them the most. Now, when I say organisations, we're working with Shropshire Domestic Abuse, health visitors, midwives. Um, social workers, family workers, um, and we're about to work with with the schools across the county as well to help with the school uniform side of things. Oh, so, brilliant! Yeah, so we're doing a lot with them, and more will come out with that um, because we're just in the planning stages um, of what will work best with the schools across across the areas. It's just very good that you you kind of broadening your horizons and offering more to say. I'd say more like families rather than you know. Uh, I know somebody with a baby is a family, you know, but like, you know, you're offering more than just like the baby clothes and the, the cots, the cribs, things like that. School uniforms, they're just a brilliant thing. It's such a stress for mum, mums, I know it is, you know, to get that yeah. all in. Yeah, and I I know from my daughter starting school um, in September, they're, they're so expensive as well, you know, mm. even just to get out one kid, let alone, you know, two, three, four, et cetera. So, and also what we found as well, because we were naught to five, we were having, obviously we were, we were supporting the younger ages, but there were families that had children that fell in the older ages. Yeah. And 
you know, we were able to help a few of those, but they didn't really ask us because they knew that we were on the naught to five. Mm. Um, but again, we couldn't do the expansion without the space. So it, they do go hand in hand a little bit because when you see, when you think about the items that we get donated, you're, you're looking at prams, Moses baskets, um, baby gym, you know, you've got a lot of equipment that's really bulky as well. And so it's really difficult to store because yes. it doesn't just stack nicely. No, um, no, I've been there. <laughs> Baby walkers, uh, jumperoos, uh, all these kind of things. Yeah, the, the bug bulky things. Yeah. Um, uh, and how do you make sure that this, the, I mean, obviously you can just look at a thing and be like, yeah, that's clean, that's fine, that we can use that. Um, do you get donated a lot of things that you can't use? Um yeah so car seats for instance we can't touch um so yeah because of safety regulations and Mm. stuff which is really tough because of course they're not an easy thing to recycle either because Mm. of course you think everything that's being given to us that's helping the environment at the same time yes of course in in that respect because it's then getting a further use um but yeah so car seats is is definitely kind of a off you know we have to do those brand new um and then slings and things that we can't safety check so um every pram every stroller that we have come in we we follow a rigorous uh, safety check um simply because we need to make sure that everything is working as it should be um before we you know because we're providing this to a family and we need to make sure that it's all all safe so yeah that that adds a lot of work as well i mean that 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 kind of answers questions for a lot of things doesn't it because obviously there's there's probably moments going i know people that Think of things as second hands or donated things that second hand items. I, 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 we buy things off eBay all the time, especially from for Timmy. Things for school, um, we have no problem with. But I know some people are a bit like, oh my god, I can't. But you know, if you can reuse it, it's clean and it's it's going to help you um, and your, and your children. You know, have you seen this progression in, in people's or, or do you get a lot of appreciation? I mean, how does that work? The mindset of a young mum having to having to use a charity to to furnish things for their kids i mean how does that develop for you it's what have you seen yeah so i suppose because it's always coming from the organizations um they're going in they're seeing the the families they're seeing the parents they're having that conversation so we don't do the self-referrals oh, good. Um, okay. in that in that respect so we don't have contact generally with, with the mum with, with the with the families that are receiving the items um we do do deliveries on occasion um if required um in which case you know we respect that you know they might not want to use our service or they they might be you know because it it is hard Mm -hmm. um so that's why we we kind of use the pre-loved quality immaculate um you know mum one mum helping another mum that's kind of the the philosophy we go with um and then yeah if we do ever deliver it's just a case of hiya how are you here you go and then you know we're we're gone it's it's like receiving a dpd parcel almost um yeah just in and out um there's your stuff show them how to use the equipment if they've had equipment um which we also do with the organizations if they're receiving on behalf of the family as well just so that they know because every buggy works very differently yes (laughs) so yeah (laughs) had a few moments where it's like how does how'd you fold it down i mean (laughs) yeah yeah the amount of times we've done that it's like how does that work so yeah it's always handy when a a pram or a straw just rises at a flip of a switch or something you know so hey look at what i did um (laughs) ta-da yeah i love that you offer this service i love that you do that because i know there's a lot of people that are struggling right now and you know there's more and more people struggling i think like there's like this um 
terrible sort of trend that's happening at the moment with with people's uh, yeah, everything's getting more expensive, you know. Yeah, and things are getting tougher. Um, the, especially with with the pandemic, there's a lot of businesses that have struggled, and so it's it's going to be a hard time. Have have you seen things rise statistically? Yeah, I think one because our name's getting out there, so people are becoming more aware of our of our services, and then you've also got the universal credit that got removed um yes so that that was removed from the families and then of course uh high rise in energy bills as well um you know because that's all over the news at the moment yes. um national insurance i believe that they're still going with is is going up yes so you you know it, it's a catalyst at the moment of everything um hitting the families hard and of course then also also gas bills you know that they're huge increases on a, on a lot of different areas that are going to hit families. Um, so in terms of that, I think it's going hand in hand at the moment. People are becoming more aware that our service is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the high rising and then, of course, the, the fallout from the pandemic. Because whilst furlough scheme was in place, that probably helped a lot. But, you know... M- you don't hear about the businesses that have had to let staff go. Yes. So, of course, then that's that's going to play into it as well. Difficult times, difficult times. But it's nice that you've got, there's people like you and the, and, and the food bank, the food hub, should I say, and, you know, there's lots of um, places. And, and d- you know, domestic violence, there's, there's some, there's charities there for that and help for that. Mm-hmm. It seems like there's this, or there seems to be something for, for everything now um, that we are having to do, put together ourselves because it just doesn't seem to be enough there. I mean, I, I don't want to get into the politics at all. <laughs> That's the worst thing to talk yeah. about. But I, I bet you, I bet that gets thrust upon you on like things like social media when you're talking about these things. I bet there's some some uh, interesting conversations you see on Facebook and, you know, do you see any of that? No, I, I'm i not on Facebook personally anyway. Okay, um, so Good. I, I personally it's a terrible avoid, place. <laughs> I personally avoid social media. So um, I'm I'm on it for for little stars. And actually, no, a lot of it is you know we're sharing about different things that we're doing. Um, and mo- you know it's all supportive. Um, Good. No, I know. I genuinely, I wasn't being skeptical when I said that. No, it's just something that I, I observe. Absolutely, yeah. you do see it, and you and you see it all the time. Um, but either that's because people aren't fully aware of us and it takes, you know, if unless they're searching in particular for Baby Bank Shropshire um, on Google, then you'll find us. But if you're not searching for it and un- maybe we're just not hitting those skeptical people and negative people, I suppose. Good, good. So, yeah. I like to see a lot of positivity. And what what, the, what have been like the, the nicest things about this? The, the things that you think about that maybe you think, oh, we've, we're doing this, this is happening. You know, are there a few moments that have happened since you started this? Um, yeah, I suppose it's speaking and all the connections that we're making with, with you know, I spoke about the health visitors and the midwives and people and them coming to me and saying how much it meant to the families. You know, that's huge because they're the ones that we're helping. Um, and even, you know, we're really proud that we offer the, the hospital bag essential pack because we don't want to forget about mums. So we also offer maternity wear. Um, if needed, nice. um, as long as we've got the stocks, because again, that's all dependent on pre-love donations. But um, and the hospital bag pack, which has got the essentials um, such as your materni- uh, maternity pads and your breast pads. And unfortunately, period poverty is a thing, and it doesn't go away. And you know, it's not nice after having a baby of what happens to a lady's body afterwards. So yeah. you know, it's about making sure that they're looked after, and and you know, some women are being rushed into hospital. Um, 
you know, because they didn't know that they were going into birth. And, and there's lots of other scenarios as well. Um, and it's, you know, it's just nice to know that they're being shown care yeah. and kindness because they're not always shown that some of these, some of these ladies. So it's just, you know. That's nice though. It's nice to be able to see that you're making a difference because yeah. everything you just said is absolutely true. Um, I see these things sort of firsthand, um, uh, which I'll talk to you about afterwards. But um, <laughs> um, what I was going to say was, what's been the biggest challenge for you? I mean, obviously you, you, tomorrow you're moving into your new thing. You're getting to where you want to be, but from from then tomorrow, right at the beginning, what's what have been the biggest hurdles for you? The bid writing that we touched yeah, on before, yeah. um, that's probably, and how you're going to get the money in. Um, and also, I find writing document, you know, that, that doesn't phase me, but I don't know anything about the charity sector. So getting the knowledge about the, the charity sector, um, which there are some great networking groups out there, which have been fantastic and such a good support um for us as well and also kind of knowing because it's a very different regulation it's very different side of of the coin in terms of what you need to do strict i'm very strict absolutely yes (laughs) so um it's making sure that's been the thing making sure that you get everything right and that you're doing everything correctly and within all of the the rules and guidelines and and making sure that you're not you know yeah, so that's been the hardest thing before kind of, and the money coming in, as I say. Yeah. Um, where's where's the next bit of money going in? Because I don't want this to fall. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. that's been tough. Uh, but you're getting there. You're getting there. And I feel like with every single, in my experience, every single thing I mess up with, I kind of like, okay, I won't do that again. I won't do that again. Yeah, I know. feel like I have to fail. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. I can't just be good at something. I'm going to be terrible at first. Um but from tomorrow, how does your world change? How does how does how does all this new time that you've developed you've got developed? <laughs> how do things develop for you now? You've got all this time. Um, how do things change? Yeah, so I've already kind of got meetings booked in, um, talking with different people, um, talking with people like yourself. Yeah, the um, biscuit. You're on the world famous juicy biscuit. Absolutely, um, and just kind of being able to network more with different organisations so that they know that this is a, a service. Because as I said. You know, we're not just Shrewsbury based, we're actually for the, the county. Um, so, I mean, yesterday I was at Tesco's um, chatting with the community lead there. Um, Morrison's in Shrewsbury have a pickup pack for us. Um, that helps us with the uh, hospital bag essentials, nappies, wipes, etc. So that keeps our supplies up yes. where customers can can pick up. And Oswestry Street, Morrison's are now doing that as well. Nice. So it's about... Um, and what we want to be or what I want to be doing is sitting in stores, you know, um, come April time so that people, if they want to come and chat with me, you know, they know that I'm going to be there and they can say, you know, put a face to what they've been supporting in these stores, mm. you know, and, and being able to if they have any questions just to come over and have a chat with me, um, because I think that's really important as well, because without the generosity of the community picking up those packs um you know donating their items this service couldn't exist and that's that's really important as well do you know what i think is really important about this um and you know we do a lot to help charities with a biscuit um but it's nice to have a charity with a human element you know, you can create something out of an academic background. You'd be like, okay, we're going to make this thing. I know how to do, uh, I'll make a great worksheet. I can do all this, that, the other, I don't know. And 
it, yes, it would do a great thing, but the, like you said, there's no face of the of what it is they've made. Oh, you see, oh, Oxfam, all these—I um, don't want to name one. Uh, Red British Red Cross, all the, these massive charities that happen. You can't go up to someone and go, "Oh my God, this is an amazing thing that you have done," and, you, and this is what is credible. It's credible. You can say, "Oh, this, this yeah, she's an amazing person. She's done this thing, uh, and she's great. I've met her. She's great." And it's come from that. And I think that, that, that that's very valuable, very valuable when it comes to making something like this. Um, have you spoke to Stay, Stay in, in, in Telford? Um, they, they offer a lot of help for um, vulnerable young people, homeless people. Um, I've worked with them, I worked with them for a couple of years and they, they do an awful lot for the, the community in, in Telford. They might be yeah. worth, worth shouting out to. Thank Speaking you very of, much. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think because, again, the way that our county is set up, um, but because I do know um, Telford Crisis, they're, they're doing a lot as yeah. well. Uh, they've also set up a, a baby bank for the area of Telford. Um, and I think they're also doing school uniforms as well. As okay, part so you want to step on people's toes? Or, Absolutely, yeah. because I think that that's also, you know, knowing what's already around in the mm-hmm. county as well because and respecting. And I know that... Um, when they haven't been able because again they've got storage you know they they're a food bank and the baby bank so mm. and i know that they've they've uh, sent things my way because of that and i think that that's great work together as well absolutely yeah. because i think that's really vital just because you know they're they're doing it for telford but then i'm doing it for shropshire and it's great that we've got those kind of links and connections because we do work very differently as two separate councils um again won't go into the politics of how the councils uh, yeah. operate that but uh but yeah so that um and i think it's always about being aware of what else is going on as well which because and then you're complementing each other which is really good yeah yeah um and you don't want to waste your resources as well if there's already a, a, an abundance of help in one place it's you know it's very good that you have these communications and uh working with these networks and what networking events have you learned about sort of locally i mean like uh, i get event you know invited to certain and things sometimes and like, i'll go and I, I will i'll meet somebody i'll meet somebody that'll do my help me i met, I met uh, chris goff who does my accounting at a, a bni networking thing or there's this place there's that place is there sort of your favorite places to go that you can probably shout out yeah so it's the um shropshire charity networking group oh cool um yeah so they're they're all over linkedin as well um and it's just a load of charities kind of coming together um which has really helped because actually um found the accountant through them uh, that we're using um so that's uh claire at tca which is amazing because they they actually um deal in charity accounts because you have to present your accounts very differently as well mm-hmm. to normal mm-hmm. business accounts um so it's about having that knowledge um and then of course um vicky who um huge shout out to her actually because she's helping me um on a consultant basis um to help me with all the the charity background because she has got the knowledge because that's why it's her consultancy Mm. um so again it was about those really important links and then there's other people as well you know where they've gone and got their leaflets from for theirs or oh okay you know about that um so that's really good and then another one is community resource um as well in terms of i went to one of their meetings at the beginning of the year i think it was um they do social prescribing so they had a lot of people in from different areas of the county um and they were talking about winter fuel poverty and things like that and then i was like okay would you help a family and actually i was able to provide their leaflet to um one of the health visitors to help a family 
and she read the the health visitor read the leaflet and went yeah 100% that's exactly and had I not done that I wouldn't have been aware so mm. again it's it's about those links which which are just invaluable yeah you got to stand, you got to tell people what you're doing you got to have I mean I have what I now know as only very recently, I think imposter imposter syndrome is a is a very real thing, and it's it's driving me nuts because I don't feel like I I can stand up and go I am the biscuit guy, you know, and people will appreciate me for who I am. Doesn't and what feel I do. natural, does it? It doesn't feel great. <laughs> no. no, it really doesn't. And um, I've been struggling with that for a while, but I feel like you got to force yourself to do that. Go to these networking events, speak to new people, make new friends, and because great things come from that yeah you know um so if you're starting out with something new um and you struggle with that sort of thing you just gotta just gotta put force yourself for it because I, I struggle with it so much um when it comes to like festivals and events and things like that, i'm like oh no i can't go to that i can't do that like <laughs> in fact in fact sometimes beth uh, from shropshire festivals would be like no come along bring your stuff and i'll be like okay okay we'll be there you know it's just very yeah. i get that yeah. yeah, it. I will talk about the charity as we, they, us a lot. I don't use first person because mm. the charity is bigger than me. Yeah. Just because I started it, the charity is bigger than me. Um, and naturally reaching out to people to go, do you want to speak to us? Do you want to know what we're doing? It, it's not, yeah. Rather than going, sit down, I've got a story to tell you, you know? Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not something that sits comfortably. It's the it's not the, the bit that I, I'm a background person. I, I don't like to be but again i need the message out there as well mm -hmm. so it, it's like you say you've just got to force through that barrier how do you how do you get to that point though how do you get to that point where you're like um okay this is really nerve wracking i've got a talk to do at wellington orbit on the 22nd of february i can tell you guys about that uh, if you want to book tickets they're on eventbrite um but like i'll be doing a talk about so uh, the uh, content creation and how i create the biscuit all that sort of stuff and it's driving me insane because I'm like, I, why? How? how? What am I going to do? Like, how do you get to that point where you can say, safely say, I made this and this is why it's amazing? I don't think I will. You don't? <laughs> no, oh, it, I'm not there yet. That's for sure. Um, it's, yeah. It Maybe from tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe when the premise is it. No, I, I get so nervous and yeah, I, I get sweaty part and I just like oh what are they gonna ask or what they're gonna say or yeah I get really really kind of tied up and nervous and all in knots I remember um I also I always think of comic salopia which is one of the first we did events so I've been to events and stuff but uh I remember Shane Chebsey who put comic salopia together going yeah come to the opener right and you can get interviews with people while they're drinking the the, the champagne and stuff and I was like that sounds terrifying and you know there, there were people there there was Chip Kid there he's he's a He's one of the greatest graphic designers on the planet. Designed the Jurassic Park logo wow. with DC pins that you see and stuff. You know, he's one of the... And I didn't even know which one he was. Oh, dear. And I stood there and I was like, oh, what if I get the wrong person? What? And I just stood and I was like a coward in the corner just holding onto my beer. Yeah. But you got to force yourself into these things. Otherwise, you're not going to prosper. And this is what I've had to learn to do. You will now see me at festivals putting microphones in people's faces and going around and talking because you can get there. Um, what would you? What advice would you give to someone that would, would you know is maybe in your shoes, sort of August twenty twenty, about to start your own thing? If if there's somebody there that is about to do what you did, what advice would you give them? You're insane. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> no, I, I think the advice would be if your heart is in it, then a hundred percent follow that because. If you truly believe in something 
and you put the hard work in, you will, it, I mean, you know, 12 months down the line, I'm, I'm a company's charity of the year. Who'd have thought that that would have happened? So it's, yeah, it's, it's really hard. It's just a case of you are going to have bits that are going to go down. You know, you are going to have parts that you're going to feel like you're bumping your head against that wall and thankfully I've got an amazing family who are so supportive and without them I couldn't have done it because again something I suppose I didn't mention with Covid I didn't have volunteers so I had to do everything by myself yeah pretty much and I relied on my family and you know my mum and my sister were washing things ready to go out in packs which again it was yeah bless him I was just like can you can you do this or mum can you look after the kids I've got to go here and stuff like that so um and there were times like oh my goodness is the message getting out there you know and and it does make you second guess yeah a lot and you do second guess so I suppose it's like just if you truly believe in it keep going um because I'm not second guessing myself anymore yeah no, you need to you need to have that that drive and the passion shows the passion shows when you talk about this thing i know this is an audio podcast but i can see the look on your face how much this actually means to you and it's 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 nice to see like i said human element it's it's a nice thing to see when you when you see a, a charity like this you know um um what's so you know without without having that that sort of instant feedback as far as like people that use your service, because you don't really have that much to do with the, the people that have mm. the, the um, how do you sort of collect your data? How do you know how it's affecting people? Do you get feedback from the services that you work with? Yeah. Yeah. So I've had feedback from the services and of course they keep using me. So that they keep me. coming back. Yeah, they haven't keep, stopped. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and actually they then, I know that they've been writing our services in reports and mm. things like that because um, and your charity of the year. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> in, in terms of those, those kind of, you know, going into official reports used by an organization such as health visitors or or anything like that that's huge as well because they're they're putting their trust in our service um and showing how much it means to them by saying yes we we this family has been helped by by these um this organization so yeah that's kind of where we get get the feedback but it's mainly verbal we we don't by them them coming to us we know it's needed and that's all we need to know. Mm. Um, you know, we we don't all we don't ask for the donations to come back to us either, because we want the family to feel like it is theirs. Yes. Um, and I mentioned my mum and sister washing, um, and also my washing machine. Um, but simply we wash everything and we pack everything up so that they know exactly what they've got in a pack. As soon as they open it, it smells fresh. It's clean. And and it's it's almost you can put a tag on it and sell it that that's the quality that we're, we're also giving out um nice so yeah it's um what would you say to any young mother that's listening to this and how to get referred to be able to use a service like yours yeah so if you've got um a little one that's not to five um you can go and speak with your health visitor or your doctor could um, refer you um if you are pregnant currently um speak to your community midwife um i am going to be doing um few meetings with with them as well and and again put in the face going and meeting yeah. them which which is just going to be amazing to be able to do that nice. um so yeah so go go just go and speak to you know if you do have a social worker go and speak to your social worker um there are various ways that you can use our services um of course if you're not to teens you know we are going to be going having a presence um 
the schools are going to be aware of us that's going to be happening over the next few months i'm going to be making those connections um ready for 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 the new year um new ac- academic year i should say so because these things take time as well to build it's mm-hmm. not an overnight thing um you know you do need to to build it up have have everything in, in place as well so yeah just kind of um speak to to those individuals um and they they can point you you know and and get in contact with us on on your behalf nice do you know what? it's been really lovely to meet you it really has because okay. it i mean I can't, I, it's kind of scarred into my brain like the bad things that happened during covid you know the the, the terrible behavior by some people and i, I didn't lose faith in, in society because i was working with a lot of positive good people as well but it's kind of like it was disappointing that people could be that way you know i think that that's kind of yeah. what what the, the, the angle i took on that and so to meet good people like yourself that have good intentions that go on and, and make these great things that could go on and save a family's life and give them uh, give them that, that sort of that nurturing and that that growth that they need um is really refreshing so thank you so much for chatting to me today oh, thank you and thank you for having me on and uh, no it's been nice and um, where can people sort of follow, uh, follow you on social media things out for the, the the charity yeah so we're on facebook uh, facebook instagram twitter um, and we're also on LinkedIn as well. Um, and then we do have a website, um, which is uh, littlestarsbabybank.co.uk. You do. It's a very nice website too. I look at it this morning. Um, but yeah, I was, I was explaining. I was explaining to you before we did this that you know, sort of like how I like to do these things. I I do like to know who I'm speaking to, uh, and do a little bit of a, a look on on, on social on social media or on the website, or whatever. But I like to learn as the listeners learn, which has been it's been really nice to to, to go through that journey with you and and the listeners. Hopefully, appreciate that too. Um, but I want to say thank you as well to our listeners. Uh, if you're tuning in every week, I, I really do appreciate you. But give this podcast a bit of a share for me. Uh, I want to get the word out there that Shrewsbury is a great place. And um, we've got lots of things going on. Um, especially, you know, when it comes to like promoting things like the, you know, Darwin Festival that's going on. I feel like the more people that know about these, these things, the better because we do have a great town. So if you know somebody that I think might appreciate this podcast, please give it a share. I don't usually ask for shares on this podcast, but I thought it'd be nice. Um, also check out our website, which is the shrewsburybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, all of our content is on there. You can press play on the on the website and it will play for you. Um, and there's lots of information about us there too. And that's made for us by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, go to Web Orchard. Pete is awesome. He'll sort you out with a website and they do make amazing things there. So and make sure you mention that, you know, you heard this, heard it on the Shrewsbury Biscuit as well. You know, so they, they know it works. Um, thank you so much for chatting to me today. It's been lovely meeting you. Yes, you too. And we'll we'll catch you next time, guys. Peace out. <laughs>